Statements made on the Dr. Peter DeVette Live radio show have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Products mentioned on the Dr. Peter DeVette Live radio show are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Information given by the host or co-host are the opinions of the speakers and are not intended as medical advice. Information on this show is not a substitute for medical advice and is strictly for educational purposes. Please seek the advice of your primary physician before starting anything new or following educational advice or opinions. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. It's time to find out about your health and get your medical questions answered. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. Some of the topics we'll be discussing today include why America is facing a health care disaster, what the root causes are of your health care challenges versus symptom management, the holistic paradigm, how the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness. How emotions are directly related to physical illness. And how to read your own body like a book. The most effective medicine is to invest in wellness and live a holistic lifestyle. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. DeVette. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are... Man, feels like in the middle of summer here today. It's almost 80, 82 degrees going to be today and uh, enjoying a beautiful, sunshiny, windy day. I want to please have your attention uh, out of respect and um, um, for those parents that have children at home and may be listening or if you listen to the podcast at a later time, we are discussing uh, something of a little bit sensitive nature today. We will be talking about circumcision and male sexual dysfunction. So if you do not have children of an age that need to be listening to this topic, now would be the time to um, move them to another room or maybe you need to listen to it later. But for those of you who do not have that situation, we are taking calls uh, here in the studio while we are live on the air. It's 866-404-6519, 866-404-6519. The supplements that we will mention to you a little bit later in the show are available on our website at shopqhi.com. And if you would like to email your question, uh, use the contact us link there, and we'll be happy to get back with you on that. Again, that's shopqhi.com. Doc, you've had a busy morning. Yeah, exciting morning, yeah. and uh, I was uh, excited about our subject today because, you know, this is very controversial. I like controversial subjects. Yes, I, like, I know you I like do. To, uh, I know you do. <clears throat> you know, to... Uh, to uh, you know, challenge people in their uh, thinking and and you know how they look at the world and you know uh, you know some of the preconceived ideas that we have about what's what's good, what's bad. You know, so mm-hmm. so often we find out sometimes uh, you know uh, millennia after the origination of something that it's, it was you know it's unnecessary or it is mm-hmm. counterproductive. Even the way we look at the world, you know, think about Galileo. You know, he who was mercilessly persecuted by the Catholic Church because he um, tried to convince them that the earth revolved around the sun instead of the other way around. Right. You know, and so, right. um, you know, got himself into big trouble, you know, or, um, you know, and I, I think it was Alexander Fleming that came up with the idea that 
bacteria might be, uh, you know, a, a problem in the OR, you know, and mm-hmm. that uh, people should wash their hands and, and wear protective, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, uniforms or whatever. And uh, it took 140 years for his ideas to, you know, play out, you know, or, right. you know, when you think about um, stomach ulcers and the idea that microbes might cause stomach ulcers, mm-hmm. you know, that took a few decades right. uh, to uh, hit the mainstream and, you know, the the poor guys that uh, tried to promote that theory initially were laughed out of town right. and ridiculed and, and on and on. You know, we, so we have, um, you know, a society that's sometimes pretty arrogant in how we look at things. And, you know, sometimes things are cultural. Sometimes they, you know, and so uh, it's, you know, it's the subject of circumcision comes up. Yes. You know, is it a good thing? Is it not so good? Is there more than one way to look at the subject, you know, so... Are there ramifications from those who have done it down the road? Mm-hmm. You know, or, gonna... or does it protect you? Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it health-promoting, you know, mm-hmm. is it, uh, or is there a, a religious edict, you know, is right. there a religious re- reason to have right. circumcision, you know, and, and so forth. So, so, you know, again, it's always good to look back at history and find out where things came from, you know, and why... You know, why uh, we have the beliefs that we have, uh, even our religious edicts often are based on practicality, reality. You know, so for instance, um, you know, in, in the times of uh, you know, Jesus and before, um, you know, pork was not promoted uh, and uh, was not consumed. And I think part of it was not just a, a religious edict, but the fact that pigs consume human foods uh they are very much like humans and they they have parasites in their flesh that affect human beings including the brain so you know we so we you know created um a law a religious law that said you shall not eat pork you know and mm-hmm. and so there was actual health reasons you know for for that particular belief and it was a good thing that they believed that you know so mm-hmm. in the earlier uh, earliest times maybe the same with circumcision you know it's certainly uh true that in societies where there's a lot of hygiene problems as they were in those very f- distant uh uh, in the very distant past, you know, we just didn't have the, <laughs> you know, the uh, the cleanliness that we had today. We didn't right. have, you know, we, we didn't have, uh, we couldn't shower every morning, you know, in hot water with, you know, full body soap, top, top to bottom. Right. And, uh, you know, so there was a real hygiene issue, you know, if, uh, that was, that came up. And uh, so, you know, there's certainly uh, less of a tendency towards, you know, certain types of inflammation of the male member, you know, certain infections of the male member when there's been a circumcision, at least in primitive societies. Right. You know, societies where the predominant organisms of uh, disease are bacteria. You know, so right. if uh, if you live in a society where syphilis is still rampant and, uh, you know, gonorrhea and, and stuff like that, then uh, sometimes there's uh, some reason to think that, uh, you know, that uh, circumcision might be slightly protective, but that actually turns out not to be uh, the case. You know, it's just that, uh, you know, not as obvious in terms of lesions, but the infection is still uh, often present, still does exactly what it, you know, tends to do inside the body. 
um, inside the the urethra, the the pee pipe and mm-hmm. the bladder, and you know the the tissues. And in women, mm-hmm. um, you know, women are just uh, as likely, especially in Western societies, to get infected by their male um, sexual partners, whether the male is circumcised or not. Now, there's a little bit, you know, in one study in uh, Africa, they looked at. The risk of AIDS, you know, in circumcised versus non uh, versus non-circumcised men, and they found a tiny, tiny little blip of a difference in one study, that there was slightly lower uh, incidence of AIDS uh, than in uh, circumcised men. But uh, that turns out uh, to probably not be true either. Even in those uh, circumstances where you have uh, depth, you know, in in depth poverty, because. Uh, AIDS is now a tremendous epidemic all across Africa, especially sub-Saharan Africa, Southern Africa, right. Central Africa, and so forth. And uh, a lot of those societies uh, circumcise, and some don't, and doesn't seem to make make a uh, you know bit of difference uh, in in those communities. So, so it, uh, so uh, Vanessa, you know, the question is, if you circumcise. Is that a neutral procedure? In other words, does it is it no of no consequence? You know, if it's of no consequence, then hey, you know, just just do what you think is right. You know, circumcise or don't circumcise. But Vanessa, what we now learn mm-hmm. is that that there may be some uh, significant consequences. There may be a price to pay, uh, you know, for that procedure. You know, so men, um, you know, may be more. Uh, uh, exposed to other risks, you know, they may not be more exposed to infectious risk, but now they may be more exposed to other risks. And we're going to get into that today mm-hmm. in great detail. So, mm-hmm. again, if you want to join the conversation here with us on the air today, yes, um, just give us a call at eight six six four zero four six five one nine, eight six six four zero four six five one nine. And again, most people listen to our show on podcast, so they're not always available uh, to be able to call in live. But uh, even if you're not available to call in while we're on live, you can certainly write down this number. And in future, uh, you can call into the show anytime, even if you're not listening. That's, that's always intimidating, Vanessa, to call the show not knowing whether you're going to get through if they even on the air or not. So, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, you know, well, we, and we you can always reach us direct here into the clinic at QHI Wellness eight seven seven four eight four nine seven three five eight seven seven four eight four nine seven three five. Or as I mentioned earlier, you can email your health question. Uh, through shopqhi.com at the contact us link. So Vanessa, you know, if you look at different countries, different uh, nations, and you know, there's uh, there's definitely changes taking place. You know, so in Europe, for example, uh, most babies are not circumcised anymore. You know, more and more of the culture there is moving towards non-circumcision. Uh, in America, there's a movement afoot. You know, so more and more parents are saying no to the procedure, and uh, and yet they they often are put in uh, you know under pressure by the pediatricians who say you should. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so most pediatricians were trained um, in uh, hospitals where they were taught to do uh, circumcisions, and you know, again, unfortunately, folks, this this is something we have to understand about conventional medicine, and uh, frankly, any um, uh, you know. Uh, uh, a pursuit that involves uh, the generation of income, 
you know, it, it pays to do circumcisions for uh, you right. know, that's the one procedure. Mm-hmm. But the pediatricians don't get to do very many surgeries. And that's the one surgery that they get to do on a regular basis. And it pays nicely, you know. So, mm-hmm. again, I'm not trying to insinuate that that's the main reason why pediatricians still do it. But, Vanessa, I don't know if you've noticed, but in our society, the hardest change that, uh, that we see is when there's an economic reason for doing something. Right. So we're going to talk right. more about that and conventional medicine and, right. you know, and, and the consequences of this very, very common procedure that's still being done on a regular basis. So, Well, as we get a little further into the show, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about possible emotional and uh, psychological conflicts that arise from doing this type of procedure um, you know, at such an early age in life. And this falls all under the recall healing um, aspect that we discuss so often. So just a very quick reminder that those seminars are coming up in March. If you would like more information about attending those seminars, call QHI Wellness at 877-484-9735, and we'll be right back. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our health care system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. Lindale Link with host Holly Rand comes Mondays at 10 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Linda Link is Lindell's first and only internet radio broadcast. Holly, tell us about it. It's really something from my heart that I want to be teamwork um, for the entire community to get the word out about everything that's going on here. We're talking to the entire community of Lindell. This is not limited to just businesses or just parents or just teachers. Simply to get the word out about your cause or your company, you must go to where the people are. And today, people are on the internet. Lindale Link. Lindale, Texas is a growing chain of business, education, commerce, community. Together, Lindale Link can create one strong chain of communication. Check out LindaleLink.com and then check out Lindale Link, the radio show. Lindale Link with host Holly Rand. Mondays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Hi, my name's John Martin. And I'm the CEO of this radio station. Recently, I began a life-changing weight loss program under the supervision and care of Dr. Peter DeVette at QHI Wellness in Tyler, Texas. The program that Dr. DeVette put me on is called Beta HCG. Now, 97 days ago, I began the program, and as of today, I've lost a total of 63 pounds. (laughs) You heard me right, 63 pounds in just over 90 days. If you're out there suffering like I was from being overweight and just finally are ready to do something about it, then the days of those long-term yo-yo programs are over. You can finally take care of the problem for good. I personally recommend giving Dr. DeVette's clinic a call at 877-484-9735. That's QHI Wellness at 877-484-9735. Or go online at qhiwellness.com and change your life today. And oh, by the way, Tell them John Martin sent you. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I gotta... Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. 
Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeBette. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us today. I want to, again, repeat uh, the advisory. If you have uh, children that are under age, a suitable age, we are discussing a little bit sensitive matter today in that we are discussing circumcision and other male dysfunction. If you feel that that subject is not appropriate for your children to listen to, we do advise you to please you know, have them to another room, or you may want to listen to the podcast at a later time. Doc, there's so much controversy uh, and has been all years about this being a necessary procedure. Uh, And I I just, I can't help but visualize, you know, in my head an infant and and having this done to you. um, I, I would have to think that this has to be traumatizing on some level. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, Vanessa, you know, I have to admit, uh, you know, when I was going through my training, I had no choice but to do what I was taught. And, you know, I did some circumcisions. And now I'm saying, well, you know, <laughs> what did I do? Was that good or not? Um, and that's a real, it's, you know, it's a real question. Um, and, you know, it, it reminds me of a very scary story uh, that, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell just uh, to gross people out there, but um, you know it's it's always uh, good to think about these things. But um, you know, it's one of my colleagues in training um, uh, was being taught to do a circumcision, and he was a little haphanded. Uh, he, he didn't quite, you know, I, 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 he didn't. He ended up not. He ended up not making it through medical school. Let's put it that way. Right. But. Um, he did, uh, you know, we, we used to do a circumcision by putting a little uh, device, a little um, kind of looked look like a bell uh, inside um, the foreskin. So you stretch uh, that open, you put that inside the foreskin, and then you tie a little string around the bell, uh, around the wide part of it. Uh, it's, got, it's got a groove in it, and then you cut the foreskin off uh, above it. And then, you know, that string prevents bleeding from happening, but this poor uh, gentleman, um, you know, didn't quite focus when they gave instruction and and showed him repeatedly, Uh, and he cut underneath the bell instead of over the bell, and uh, that was, was, uh, you know, it led to catastrophic bleeding, and, you know, and, um, you know, it was quite quite a situation. Baby made it uh, and was fine, and uh, mother made it. Of course, she was uh, pretty... Uh, pretty upset. disturbed, as you can imagine, pretty peeved. And uh, but you know, it's like. But what I did notice is every time we did any of these procedures, is these babies would cry uh, mercilessly. I mean, you know, they would just scream. You know, these little boys. Uh, you know, and and I thought to myself, you know, even back then, what a primitive thing to do to a little baby. You know, we do all kinds of other things to babies. You know, we stick them with needles right from the get-go when they get out of the womb. You know, we stick needles uh, up there, you know, in their buttocks and muscles. And we, you know, we start immunizing them, Vanessa, right at the get-go, right, you know, right. at the moment of birth. You know, these little babies are getting three or four shots. And, yeah. And, you know, then they're also getting... Um, uh, you know, uh, stuck in the heel because there's a blood test that we do right. to, uh, to rule out a, a congenital illness. And, you know, so uh, it's no wonder, you know, that that we uh, we have um, uh, adults with OCD, anxiety disorders, and, and, and so forth, because right from the get-go, we're, we're you know, being 
tortured, you know, even even the way a baby is dragged out of the womb, you know, mm-hmm. slapped, <laughs> you know, they stole, yeah. uh, they stole, uh, you know, in some circles, slapped the baby to get the baby to cry, you know, so right. the baby's not crying, and, right. um, you know, so, you know, you get you get a beating right, right from the get-go, and then you get your mm-hmm. foreskin ripped off, and then, you know, uh, so... Well, so I, I, I have to think somewhere along the lines, uh, you know, that because conventional medicine is so surgery happy. I, I mean, just there are so many documented cases of unnecessary surgery. And again, I don't take away from the times that it is necessary, is important, it is a critical role. However, you have to somewhere along the line ask yourself, God created us as the being in whole that we are. There is a purpose for every intricate little detail internally and externally to this creation. And when we start um, surgically altering the creation, I think that it stands very logical reason that there are going to be consequences to some degree in that person with it. That is such a powerful point, Vanessa. You know, and and uh, you know, man has had an arrogance from the get-go, uh, but that arrogance sometimes knows no bound. You know, we always think we know better than God in, uh, you know, how we treat the body. So as a result... You know, there's a culture uh, 20, 30 years ago where just about every kid had their tonsils plucked out. You know, just about every kid had their appendix taken out. You know, a little abdominal pain, oh, you know, get that appendix out even if, uh, you know, there's no signs of any problems there. Um, you know, and on and on. We do that today with gallbladders and uteruses. You know, we rip those out. Well, you know, that's not necessary anymore. You don't need that anymore. But then we have, you know, for instance, with women, when we have uteruses plucked out, oftentimes, they lose their sex drive. They lose their um, their ability to to you know to um, uh, well other other things that happen because of the scars placed on the body that uh, interrupt certain meridians. You know so so and Vanessa, if you look at cultural uh, inclinations or cultural you know um, uh, cultural phenomena, uh, think about female. Circumcision. I don't know if you've heard of that. You know, most people no. have not heard of female circumcision. But um, you know, the the UN, United Nations, lists that as as a mutilation and something that is now illegal in virtually every country in the world. But in certain cultures, they were doing that routinely. You know, in Africa, certain parts of Africa, certain parts of uh, you know of South America. Um, and certain, uh, I think even if I'm not mistaken, in certain uh, uh, certain uh, Arab countries, they were uh, basically taking the foreskin. Most people don't realize that a woman has a foreskin too. Yes. But, uh, you know, around the base of the clitoris, there's a little uh, piece of skin that protects that uh, clitoris when, it, uh, when it's not excited, when it's not uh, engorged. And... Uh, you know, just like the foreskin of a man protects the 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 glance of the penis, you know, when when uh, when when the the male member is not erect, you know, or flaccid. So, right. so, so there's so in other words, um, the foreskin in a woman and the foreskin in a man man has very specific purpose of protection that is lost when 
you know, when, when, uh, when, that, when, when the circumcision is done. So the result in women is that they lose their ability to respond sexually, and that's why it's done in those cultures, is to make the woman a, 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 unresponsive so that she's less likely to stray, she's less likely to go outside of her, uh, uh, you know, monogamous union, uh, to uh, you know, to to have uh, sexual pleasure, and um, you know, so it, it's it's a it's a, a way to control females in a male-dominated uh, culture. You know, in female-dominated cultures, you don't see any of this stuff happen. You know, for mm-hmm. instance, in Hawaii, you know, Hawaii is a is a matriarchal society. You know, mm-hmm. they have a queen. They don't have a king. They've never had a, at least as far back as, uh, as you know, as recorded history, they've never had a king. You know, so as a, as a, as a consequence, it's a very peaceable society. Women are absolutely in control of their sexuality. Men have no say. Sorry, guys, mm. you know, mm. if you live in Hawaii, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, you don't get to say and a woman controls her procreation. So, you know, Hawaii is a very small country, so it, mm-hmm. it speaks for itself that they had to control population one of two ways, either right. war and killing, like, you know, in so many other cultures, yes. or mm-hmm. uh, women taking charge and saying, okay, you know, the, this country is too full, too many members, so right. yeah, we can't procreate until there's space. You know, right. So, right. so um, but as a result, uh, Hawaii is also much more sensitive culture. It's, it's mm-hmm. much more, um, you know, women are, uh, you know, much more fulfilled, uh, at least uh, ancient, in ancient uh, Hawaiian culture. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, modern mm-hmm. ages changed everything in every mm-hmm. country. But in ancient Hawaiian culture, females were very fulfilled sexually mm-hmm. because they were in charge of that, mm-hmm. you know, and um, <laughs> so mm-hmm. in a male-dominated society, who cares what uh, females feel, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, of course, in a country like America, you know, we're trying to uh, find some equity. We're trying to find some balance. But again, uh, you know, this whole subject uh, reminds us that there's fo- oftentimes, in uh, you know, un- irrational reasons for certain, um, you know, certain uh, things. You know, I think uh, in male culture, maybe there was a, an idea that if you do circumcision, that it's, again, less likely that you would get infected, you know, certain... Um, don't you think that they... they- took this this mentality rather than working on learning proper hygiene, better hygiene, so that they did not encounter this, you know, through the course of their day-to-day as well as during and after relations. Instead, instead of placing the focus there, what do you think triggered to, oh, let's I'm sorry, cut this off. Well, you know, I, I, I keep thinking when I said maybe it has something, has something to do with zippers, you know. So <laughs> when zippers were developed, all of a sudden, okay, if you have a foreskin and you get that foreskin caught up in the zipper, that's no fun whatsoever. But, <laughs> well, of course. I, it, I know you're trying to yeah. add a little sense of humor to this. Okay? Yeah, I, I know. And, and of course, they had no zippers uh, back 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 no. years ago. But no. <laughs> still, that's. That's one of the benefits of being circumcised is that you don't get it caught in your zipper as often. So that's not, oh, Doc, <laughs> ladies so. and gentlemen, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> if you would like to ask a question, whether it's about this subject or another, you can certainly call in while we're live on the air at eight six six four zero four six five one nine. That's eight six six four zero four six five one nine. And when we return, I'm going to mention some supplements to you. 
uh, to help with male function and health. And those will be available on shopqhi.com. If you would like to email your question, you can do so through that website at the contact us link. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our health care system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. Boost your life force and enhance your health today with Life Force Naturals. This product is a superb combination of all natural super green foods, berries and herbs that contain the entire spectrum of vitamins and minerals, and much, much more. Packed with chlorophyll, enzymes, vitamins, minerals, plant-based antioxidants, fiber, and a powerhouse of therapeutic herbal components, Life Force Naturals may also help you detox by optimizing liver, kidney, and gut function, giving you antioxidant protection, help reduce inflammation, help your immune system, your resistance against cancer, and your protection against heart disease. Life Force Naturals also has antifungal, antibacterial and antiviral properties life force naturals a cut above any commercially available multi-nutrient combination to order your bottle of life force naturals call 877-484-9735 that's 877-484-9735 or shop online at shophealthybody.com help your body get rid of disease causing inflammation today with flam away presented to you by devet wellness Flamaway is made up of a superb combination of inflammation-fighting herbs, including turmeric, ginger, boswellia, resveratrol, and bromelain. Inflammation is the mechanism by which most pain in the body springs forth, and it's a central component of most disease creation in the human body. Flamaway reduces inflammation and often pain, and contributes to better heart and blood vessel health and immune system function. Also, great for many with arthritis, headaches and back pain, sore muscles, sports injuries, and any conditions involving inflammation. If you're a victim of inflammation, get your supply of phlegm away today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or go online at shophealthybody.com. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, again, must uh, give you the advisory in the event that you're just now joining us. Our show today is containing a little bit sensitive material in that we are discussing circumcision and uh, potential male sexual dysfunction. So if you have children around that are not of age to be listening to this program, this is your alert um, to either listen to the show at a later time or have them in another room. Uh, this is something that we are asked often uh, from uh, new expectant parents, you know, should I, should I not uh, circumcise? And, and again, we've already kind of hit on the traumatizing side of it, uh, some of the um, efforts that uh, predecessors posed in terms of trying to avoid infections and, and that type of thing where uh, simply proper health care would have uh, eliminated the need to mutilate the body. Or proper hygiene. Yeah. yeah. 
What did I say? Yeah. Health care, proper health care. Well, hygiene, yes. Yeah. So that's that's health care. That's caring for your health. Okay. Um, you know, so I, I still, I just, this, this, this is a subject that actually kind of really concerns me for parents, um, you know, having to make that decision, that choice. And so maybe you can continue kind of um, expanding at this point on what are some of the consequences? We've talked about mm-hmm. some of the upsides that were presented Although I don't necessarily agree with all of all of you know what our predecessors tried to teach us about it, what are some of the consequences that that parents face with this? Yeah, and so I, I just uh, I wanted to um, mention uh, just one more thing on the cultural front, which you know if you go back to when uh, circumcision really started, what culture really brought it to the fore? My understanding is there was you know the uh, Jewish culture. And uh, so it's a Judeo-Christian thing. So, uh, you know, the uh, Christian Christians took that from the Jewish faith and continued the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the process continued the ritual. But in, in Jewish uh, culture, it's, it really is a ritual, Vanessa. You know, it, they usually don't do it at birth. They usually do it a few days later. And um, there's a whole ceremony that's done. And then at the end of the ceremony, the, the foreskin is whacked off. You know, thank you very much. And, and I, I mean, I, it's, you know, I, I say it. In a lighthearted way, because you know it is, uh, you know, it's it really does beg the question: where where does that start? When when and why did that come into uh, into play as a, as a religious edict? And you know, one of the things that uh, that I have read is that you know it it was a very sharp distinction, a differentiation uh, between the Jewish cultures and other cultures of the time. You know, so the, one of the things that you could uh, use to identify a Jewish child is, is you know, circumcision. So, you know, and uh, so it, it set them apart and made them in some way special. You know, and I, as I said earlier, I think there was also health reasons. You know, one of the things that we still see in uh, boys that are not circumcised is a condition called phimosis or paraphimosis, uh, uh, spelled P-H-I-M-O-S-I-S, uh, or paraphimosis. And what that is, is a, uh, is a constrict- uh, constriction of the foreskin, sometimes so tight that it makes it hard to urinate. So if a little boy, a little, uh, you know, baby boy gets an infection of the foreskin, uh, that can you know can kind of uh, you know shut things off can can also be painful mm-hmm. um, if it 's a paraphimosis it it means that you know it uh, that constriction happens um, behind the uh, what we call the glands you know the uh, the tip of the penis you know so it literally can cause a you know constriction effect a, a, you know a, a limitation of blood flow and that can be very painful and that often necessitates even in those days a little a little a tiny a cut. To release that, you know, just to uh, um, so so, but we see the paraphimosis sometimes even in circumcised boys. So if they have a little yeast infection, that can sometimes cause a little constriction, um, a tightening uh, in you know behind the glands, and you know can cause um, it can cause a problem. So, but Vanessa, there's a whole set of other consequences that, that we're now running into with, with circumcision as we study this. You know, so we never studied this before, but now studies are being done to look at you know. The, the incidence of sexual dysfunction mm-hmm. in circumcised versus non-circumcised men, the incidence of other behaviors, other antisocial behaviors. So, and again, we don't, uh, we're not meaning to imply that having a procedure like a, a circumcision is going to cause you to be become a criminal or become, you know, 
but there is seems to be a little bit of an association, uh, you know, or even a relatively strong correlation uh, between, uh, you know, for instance, circumcision and the incidence of, of sexual dysfunction, erectile dysfunction, for example, also the incidence of circumcision and premature ejaculation. You know, so, uh, you know, for some men, you know, they have um, a, a difficulty controlling themselves, so to speak, and, and they just, you know, there's a very rapid, uh, uh, you know, movement towards uh, orgasm uh, when, you know, um, uh, they they're wanting to hold back, you know, for for whatever reason. So, so that uh, those two conditions seem to be more uh, common in circumcised boys. Also, uh, impotence, you know, seems to be a little bit more uh, common. Uh, but then there's another string of of potential connections there. Again, we're not saying one thing causes another, but we're saying that there's a correlation. There seems to be an increased incidence of you know, for instance, uh, sexual crimes, you know, so rape, uh, incest, um, for example, molestation, right. uh, for example, in circumcised males versus non-circumcised males. Again, mm-hmm. does that mean that circumcision caused that? No. But uh, does it possibly uh, uh, cause an issue that can lead to more acting out socially? You know, maybe so. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. but so it, mm-hmm. it just, uh, you know, we haven't studied this deep enough to understand the exact correlations, but there's many different uh, theories about this. You know, yeah. one of the theories is that when you get uh, circumcised, it reduces the sensitivity of the male organ. That's just, just yes. like in females. If there is a circumcision done and the foreskin of a female is taken out, off, it makes her virtually inert sexually. In other words, she, it's almost impossible for her to be able to right. orgasm. And for a male, it makes it much, much harder, you know, because the foreskin has a sensitizing effect too. It protects the glands, right. and the glands is the most sensitive part of the male organ. And so uh, when there's no foreskin, the glands itself, the skin has to get thicker and thicker. So there's a thickening of the skin that takes place that reduces the sensitivity of the male G-spot. You know, females have learned about G-spot. Males don't know that there's a male G-spot too. You know, and it's the right underneath the, uh, and uh, the glands. Um, you know, so you know where the the foreskin meets. Uh, the glance that little spot there is very very sensitive but when you're circumcised mm-hmm. that area thickens and there's literally a scarring effect that happens right. so when you look at a circumcised mm-hmm. male organ mm-hmm. uh, you'll see a, a scar effect and that scar also has mm-hmm. implications now that we you know with uh, my um, the work that uh, that uh, I do here, and the work that we do in uh, alternative medicine, na- natural medicine here at QHI Wellness in Tyler, mm-hmm. you know, we see a lot of people that have scar effects uh, that come up. You know, when yes. we do bioenergetic testing or when we do mm-hmm. kinesiology. Mm-hmm. You know, if uh, for those of you that know what applied kinesiology is, you can actually take somebody that's that's what we call open regulated. In other words, we can test them, um, you know, uh, accurately. Uh, you know, it's a little procedure that we do to see if somebody's testable or not. Right. If they're testable, and you have them put a finger on a scar, say for instance, 
you know, it's a female putting it on her hysterectomy scar. Mm-hmm. That uh, she'll go weak if that scar is affecting her uh, energetically, if it's affecting her meridian right. systems. Right. Uh, the same thing with a woman uh, putting her finger on her episiotomy scar. Episiotomy mm-hmm. is a very common scar that we see in women that have had babies. You know, when they cut open uh, the opening so that uh, there's more space for the baby to come through. Uh, that scar is a midline scar, and we know that those scars tend to affect the hormonal systems. Right. So it's more likely for a woman that's had a, um, you know, a, a, a episiotomy or a uh, hysterectomy scar or a C-section scar or somebody that uh-huh. has had a laparotomy scar in the belly button. Mm-hmm. Any midline scar is going to increase the likelihood of thyroid dysfunction, adrenal dysfunction, pituitary dysfunction, pineal gland dysfunction, ovarian dysfunction. Right. And so one of the things that we do here at QHI Wellness is to reset those scars to get the body, uh, right. you know, energy systems to work again, the meridian systems to, mm-hmm. uh, to be responsive again. So, but while, you're men, hitting, while you're hitting on that, listeners, there is a show we did uh, some time back on the chakras, the meridians, your body's energy healing field. And while we're hitting on this subject, uh, just make note of that so that you can go back and listen to that show. You'll have a better understanding of what we're talking about on your body's energy field. Yeah, and and by the way, if you're interested in uh, listening to our show on a more uh, semi-regular basis, you can also go to iTunes and you can actually uh, type in, if you have an iTunes account, um, you can type in, our show name, and it'll take you to all the podcasts, and you can also subscribe uh, so that uh, you automatically get uh, a a download of our podcast, and you can look at the subject, decide if you want to listen to that show or not, and, and, uh, you know, hit the delete button if you don't, and if it's something that's interesting to you, then you can, um, you know, just uh, have that uh, automatic subscription. So, but Vanessa, you know, when, when a male is circumcised, it creates a scar right on that foreskin area, and it's a yes. circular scar, so it affects that central meridian twice. Now, I wow. have to tell you, I've never done a scar treatment on a male um, so mm-hmm. far, you know, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't yeah. think, you know, uh, uh, this is such a sensitive area that right. if, if a male will not let you do a scar treatment, you can imagine what a baby goes through when that foreskin is taken off. Right. Again, you know, this is an extraordinary trauma uh, yeah. for a child. And, and we used to believe that, that babies didn't have feelings. So it's like, well, you know, the baby forgets. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. It goes into the subconscious. And we're going to talk about, you body know, some memory. of the... We're going to talk yeah. about body memory yeah. when we come back from this, uh, this coming break. And we're going to talk about treating sexual dysfunction, treating these issues after yeah. the fact, you know, to get uh, male functional again, uh, more functional if, if there's a problem there. Uh, so folks, just mm-hmm. ho- hold on to your seats. Uh, mm-hmm. We are going to continue this, uh, this discussion. Yes. Uh, you're still welcome to call in while we're live on the air to 866-404-6519. As soon as we return, I'm going to give you the names of some of the supplement packages that uh, Dr. DeBette recommends in helping support male function. And those will be found on shopqhi.com. And that's shopqhi.com. Or you can reach us at QHI Wellness at 877-484-9735. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our health care system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. Tired of achy joints inhibiting your ability to get around, exercise, or even enjoy your life? 
Having healthy joints should be a given for most people, even those older in age. There's nothing that says you should settle for anything less than strong, healthy joints. Devet Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula contains powerful nutrients like glucosamine, which is scientifically proven to help joints heal. A powerhouse of additional herbs and nutrients, including MSN, boswellia, ginger root, horsetail extract, and hyaluronic acid that makes this a phenomenal combination in helping support joint health. Help your body rebuild cartilage, reduce joint swelling, stiffness, inflammation, and pain today with the Vet Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula. Get your supply of comprehensive joint formula today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or go online to shophealthybody.com. Are you frustrated with the health of your digestive tract? Tired of heartburn and reflux symptoms? Sluggish or missing gallbladder? Gas, bloating, or irritable bowel syndromes? If you feel your ability to digest food is not quite up to snuff, then try out DeVette Wellness Digestive Optimizer Formula. Digestive Optimizer Formula is packed full of digestive enzymes, ox bile, and acid precursors to help you digest carbs, fat, and protein. If your stomach feels too acidic for step one, then do step two first. Step two is a product called Glutagenics, which contains aloe, licorice root, and L-glutamine. Take charge of your digestive health today. Call 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or shop online at shophealthybody.com. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're into the last few minutes of the show and Again, just a reminder, we are dealing with a very sensitive subject matter that may not be suitable for your children, so this is your alert. We're discussing today male circumcision and male dysfunction, um, any possible links that can be correlated to that. Very quickly, I want to tell you about the supplements that we recommend to help support uh, healthy male function. On our website at shopqhi.com, on the left side of the page, you will see package specials. And these have been created specifically to address certain health issues. And one of the ones is the male health and vitality package. There's also a male libido support package as well as a prostate support package, having a healthy prostate. So these are all issues that we are seeing more and more of uh, as the years are going by. And these are specific nutrients, vitamins, herbs, homeopathics that can help support a healthier function for your body. Uh, And certainly your body has base key nutrients that are needed, like in the Life Force Naturals. And if you want to get very aggressive, you can uh, also get into products like ASEA, uh, that can help your cells communicate more effectively one to the other and uh, help promote a healing response within the body that way as well. Again, these supplements are available through shopqhi.com. Or if you have a question, you can call here into the clinic at QHI Wellness, 877 484 
And Vanessa, just uh, one correction on one of our packages, the male libido support package. Uh, there's a product called male Performax, and that's been replaced by male maximizer. Oh, okay. Um, Pro. So okay. <clears throat> we just uh, so if you see male Performax and you can't get hold of it, um, you know just uh, look up um, that package, uh, male libido support package, and just uh, rem- uh, you know you'll be reminded when you call in or when you go to to the website um, to order that. Uh, that uh, the the male maximizer pro um, is a little bit better, a little bit more um, uh, conducive to uh, promoting optimal male function, sexual function. Um, that is a great uh, product. It also has uh, a very funny named herb in it, Vanessa. It's called the horny goatweed. Oh um, my stars! So, yeah, I know uh, a man named. I, I, that. I guess they must have figured that out watching goats, you know, eating this particular plant. But <laughs> so, uh, so that plant, um, uh, that herb, uh, is is very very help, helpful in in activating and uh, making more respond, making the male member more responsive. Uh, so also a part of that package is the nitrox. The nitrox is a uh, L-arginine-based uh, system that improves nitrogen oxide production. So it helps to dilate the blood vessels, uh, including to the male member. So it's a little bit like uh, like nutritional Viagra. You know, it has uh, the same effects as Viagra and Cialis and so forth does. Uh, but without any of the side effects. It won't make you blind. It won't uh, cause you to have a stroke or a heart attack or anything like that. So that's the good news. Um, also, uh, in that f- formulation, that, that package deal is the healthy prostate formula uh, because oftentimes prostate uh, issues come to the fore and men, and men that have uh, sexual dysfunction, that often also needs to be ruled out. Any, any man over 50 should be protecting his prostate because the incidence of prostate enlargement is so high after that agent continues to go up. Uh, vitamin C powder is also part of that and uh, circulatory formula. Uh, and if, if the package is too expansive, you can just do the male, the, the male Maximizer Pro healthy prostate formula, formula and the nitrox. Those are the three most critical ingredients to, to that package. We also have the male health and vitality, male menopausal health and vitality package. Um, and so, so for men that just want to generally improve their health, including uh, their individual functions, <clears throat> that uh, that's a great uh, package. It also has the, um, uh, the, the Life Force Naturals uh, on part of it. But Vanessa, also with uh, sexual dysfunction, it's critical to think about detoxing more Absolutely. effectively. Because toxicity in the body, heavy metal toxins, pesticide accumulations, solvent accumulations, all of that affects hormone production, testosterone production, too much soy intake. I don't like soy, and this is one of the reasons that it, you know, it affects uh, you know, males and females uh, in, in terms of their sexual function right. uh, oftentimes as well. So. Right, and, and they're getting hormones through beef, along with steroids and, and other things, but it, it is just so critical for people to realize how this is coming down to us through our nutritional line. If you're not eating organic, you're getting exposed to far more than just pesticides. Yeah, and uh, and so, Vanessa, I, I wanted to just uh, go on a little bit, uh, talking about the consequences of uh, circumcision, some of the unintended consequences that most of us don't even think about, most of us are blinded to, and frankly... Uh, it is something that you don't hear about in the media. Again, it's one of those subjects that are, that are not appropriate to discuss in public. And f- f- frankly, folks, uh, you know, 
maybe we should bring this out of the closet. You know, uh, thanks to Bob Dole, we, we got Viagra out of the closet and ED, erectile dysfunction, you know, thanks to his little purple pill that he advertised, you know, started advertising, um, you know, in 1996, um, you know, that, you know, just <clears throat> about the time when he was running for president and uh, led to a lot of chuckles. But um, Vanessa, you know, we don't, uh, we still feel uncomfortable talking about these subjects in our society. As a result, we just keep on doing the same thing over and over again, you know. And when we think about circumcision, male circumcision, you know, another connection here is that there's an increased uh, incidence of um, uh, addiction to porn or sexual addiction, yes. um, you know, when, when males are circumcised. Again, we're not saying that the circumcision caused the you know, uh, the addiction. We're just saying that there's links and we need to explore those links and we need to think about uh, what we're doing. Same with fetishes. You know, a lot mm -hmm. of males that have been circumcised have such difficulty responding uh, sexually that they literally have to go out of their way to, to uh, uh, as they Find say, to, to, get a, mm -hmm. to get off. You know, mm -hmm. so, so uh, the, the mm -hmm. fetish means, you know, having some kind of a, uh, a non-sexual association with something that becomes sexual, you know, so mm -hmm. high-heeled shoes or, you know, not being able to get off unless you're, um, you know, uh, you know, looking at uh, Playboy centerfolds or, you mm -hmm. know, or, you know, just, uh, you know, there's lots of, of strange mm -hmm. uh, fetishes out there. And mm -hmm. um, so it is so, so important to, to understand this, you know. So, and Vanessa, the, the main reason why people still circumcise, and I'm just going to say this, is because... Other people got circumcised in the family. And so, my father, my grandfather, yeah, my, my just, yes. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. so my father circumcised, so that means always done this. Uh, I should mm -hmm. be, and that means my son should be. You know, mm -hmm. so, and, and it's, I even have patients say to me, well, you know, but, you know, doctor, if we don't circumcise our son, he's going to feel odd. He's going he's gonna to feel, out, you, know, um, you know, kind of like um, uh, socially um, out of it, you know, he's going to be rejected by his friends. They're going to look down and see no circumcision. They're going to tease. Well, folks, you know, I'm sorry. You know, it takes uh, one person to change a culture, one one at a time. You mm -hmm. know, when you stand up and, and somebody else stands up and says, you know, should we really, you know, all that I'm asking you on the show is to think about it, you know, right. and to get others to think about it and uh, to ask, start asking questions. Instead of just automatic responses, you know, because that's what's wrong with America too. You know, right. in so many other ways, we are we are heading uh, towards a cliff because nobody is asking, uh, or very few are asking the right questions. You know, whether it's economic about our economical system or a healthcare system. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, again, this this is the the quick fix that we are into in our society. You know, just to do do things like your ancestors did. Don't think about it. Do the well, quick so fix, much the magic like bullet. Following the Pied Piper off the cliff. You know, we've we've really got to expand our realm of thinking. I mean, I still, I right now, I mean, even as we're we're talking about this, have such a strong visual picture of infant child, and I'm I'm thinking, how can this not have impacted? that child in some way. We already know from very simple things like mothers listening to classical music, calm, soothing music while they are pregnant, while that child is in the womb, the effects, the positive effects of such a thing on a child that is not even birthed yet. Okay, can't voice, yeah. can't speak. So if we take that to the next step, here you are with this infant that's just days old, 
how can what you are doing physically to the child not impact him? Absolutely. And, and that reminds me, Vanessa, the recall healing uh, connection here. So, you know, when, whenever in, in my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health, we go into a lot of detail, the holistic paradigm, discussing the emotional uh, conflicts, the program for disease in, uh, in detail on a number of fronts. And we, we describe how things program into the physical body. And so the physical, it's very rare that it's a physical entity that's causing a physical health problem on its own. It's always paired with, you know, so we're not negating the effects of toxins and infections and so forth, but, but they don't occur or affect you alone by and large unless you have a secondary program. Now, the secondary program can be on the energy body. For instance, we talked about scars a moment ago. A scar left on the body, like with circumcision, right. can affect you uh, until the end of the life. On, on the other hand, there's a third level. You know, in my book, I talk about the five levels of healing. The third level of scarring, uh, you know, if you uh, want to think about it in that way, has to do with the mental sphere. So, you well, know, let me, let me share emotions. something yeah, very, that, that may help bring this a little closer to home for the patients, for the listeners, excuse me. When I had my, my smallpox vaccination. Uh-huh. That was my first awareness of being lied to. And it was, I was being lied to by a man. It was a male nurse or a doctor that was at the school. I was six at the time. And this is when the, the vaccines were given at the school. And they told you it wasn't going to hurt. I asked hurt blatantly, like, yes, is this going to hurt? Murder, yeah. And, oh, yes, it hurt. <laughs> now, when we treated my scar, if you'll remember, I not only had the whole body memory of where... The heat, I mean, the, the fever, you know, heat in the arm area where this, this had been given occurred again, and the pain level, and I remembered the pain. It was identical. There was no differentiation. Wow, that's, that's amazing. And Vanessa, uh, just uh, very quickly, you know, for the men that have been circumcised, one, one of the emotions that often come up in recall is, is anger. You know, so there's yep. a lot of angry men in this world. And uh, again, we're not saying that circumcision caused it, but uh, it's one of the factors that, uh, that can be explored. And it's very helpful. Reach Thank us at so QHI Wellness, ladies and gentlemen, at 877-484-9735. Tomorrow's show, we're going to be talking about chiropractic health care. We have a special guest then. Join us. Thank you for being a part of Dr. Peter DeVette Live. We'll be here every weekday at 1 p.m. Central, 